0: Good morning. Welcome to Monday. Welcome to Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I am joined, as always, and happily by my uh, fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, and I am disappointed in myself. Wait a minute. I just turned your mic on. (laughs) I turned the volume way up on a mic that wasn't even live.
1: (laughs) One or all of them
0: let's um let's move you over to another mic because although you are on i can't hear you so let's see if you can okay this is that one's working hi everybody <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. we'll figure out what the heck with mic for at a future date <laughs> so um i i have my apron on like i'm supposed to for this show it's my own rule but um uh it's a gray apron. Why didn't I wear a red apron? Why didn't I wear a white apron? Why didn't I wear a blue one? I have all three. I could have worn all three.
0: You could have worn all three although it's going to be warm today. Oh and yeah, I, that would I don't be think you foolish. want a triple yeah. apron it. But, <laughs> but also, you know, I don't I think that your apron alone makes a statement and maybe doesn't have to be like, you know, uh holiday appropriate specific. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um it's kind of a busy time of year. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's... Well,
1: picnics for the yeah. 4th, that's tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Family reunions. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of stuff going on mm-hmm. uh, that requires Christmas food. Christmas in July. Oh, whoa, yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget about
1: that. <laughs> I, I have that a is... lot of shopping to do. <laughs> no. Oh, that no. is just such a ridiculous thing.
0: Yeah. Oh. I know, but uh, it's amazing how many uh, small businesses get away with that. So (laughs) I know,
1: I know, I'm not baking any cookies for it.
0: (laughs) What are you doing?
1: Um, Well, just anything I can with berries. You know, I just love them, and they are extraordinary this year. The strawberries are. are done. You know, the the hood type strawberries, but there's some you know evergreen ones that last all year that are good too. But man. They were good. And the black cap, the black cap raspberries, are, I think, the best that they have ever been. Um, you know, there's that berry standout on 101. He says today is the last day for the black caps from the good farm. <laughs> but there's he explained it to me there's some farm that did some kind of experiment with irrigation with watering and they did something different and the black caps turned out i mean they're so plump and they're so juicy and they're just delicious because black caps are usually they're a hyper local berry you know you can't get them outside of the pacific northwest and they um they're they're hard and they're kind of bitter they're just not what you want in a berry but when you mix them with other fruit and sugar oh they're extraordinarily delicious they really really are they make the best jam but these berries are really something so um blackberries are coming in raspberries all the cane berries but this is the last day for black caps so if you want black caps you should go today yep
0: and um i went yesterday and got a couple kinds of blackberries and some raspberries and i i gotta say at the risk of i don't know being reviled by the entire strawberry loving community (laughs) uh, strawberries are just not my favorite berry (gasps)
1: Uh, I know. So They're not as big as
0: a watermelon? It's, yeah, right. Well, actually, some of them are, and maybe that's the reason that I fell out of love with strawberries, yeah, yeah. was all of the inferior strawberries. But anyway, um, I would t- uh, take a raspberry any day over a strawberry, and right now the raspberries are just fabulous, yeah, too, yeah. really. And,
1: and black caps are legally a black raspberry, because yes. when you— pick them, they're hollow inside, and then blackberries have that core that sticks with the berry. And that's really the only difference. Well, speaking of watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) A clumsy but appropriate segue. Oh, oh no, I'm the queen of segues. (laughs) You'll see. (laughs) But I grilled some. You know, I really, Oh yeah, I've I've, I've never been excited about about grilled fruit, and I just don't do it. I always think it's just a chapter at the end of the barbecue book, you know, that they felt like they had to. I just wrote a food
0: column about grilled fruit. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. I would rather... encouraging <laughs> disparaging my co-host. It's okay. I just can't imagine grilled... I love grilled stone fruit, mm-hmm. and because uh, stone fruit where we live is always from somewhere else, mm-hmm. usually, yeah. and it's very iffy if you get a per- perfect one or an, a less yeah. than perfect one, and... The word mealy comes to mind. Yes, but... Uh, grilling with a really great marinade can resuscitate a less-than-perfect peach or nectarine or plum or something. But anyway, I have read about grilling watermelon, and it just sounded so counterintuitive because it's watermelon, you
1: know? Well, um, it didn't really have grill flavor, but what it did um, was—and I used it in a salad with feta cheese and— It kind of sealed it so that it didn't, like, soak up a million pounds of dressing and then taste like dressing, you know? Right. So it kind of sealed it. And then it was also not the world's best watermelon because that's not quite time for that yet. Right. Um, So it intensified its flavor a little bit, too. So I was not disappointed like I thought I was going to be. I thought I was just going to be like, ha-ha, see? I was right. (laughs) I know based on nothing. That's yeah. how I, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> and you know in another not even a month, probably just a couple of weeks, we will start having Oregon melons from yeah. Eastern Oregon and yeah. those are really is like the, the place. great berries. They're yeah. worth waiting for.
1: Yeah, sure are. So um in the salad, I just did a typical spinach, feta and watermelon salad. But then um I had some I love Kalamata olives. Yeah. And so I um made my dressing in the food processor, you know, and I put some a couple of those olives in there, so I didn't make it an olive dressing where it was mostly olives, but just a couple, and so I just blitzed them so that they ground up a little, and, and that was really good.
0: I'm not surprised that was really good. I think kalamatas are the anchovy of the <laughs> vegetable world.
1: <laughs> I mean, perfect. Seriously. And, and, and asparagus is the bacon. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And so, you know... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> when I was um, years ago, someplace in Southeast Asia, I had this drink, and it wasn't an alcoholic drink; it was just non-alcoholic, but it was just watermelon, and oh. it was it was delicious. And so, um, um, I've been trying to make that for quite a while, but it it just turns out to be uh, water, Melanie. Not not so intense and delicious like this was. So um, on the internet, which, which sometimes lies, but sometimes doesn't. I know. It's th- it's diabolical, really. Yeah. And this time it didn't. Somebody was saying to just freeze the watermelon. What I was doing is like making oh. a smoothie, watermelon and ice, you know. Right. And um, the ice was water, and it diluted it. And so the freezing of the watermelon works. You can't, like, grind it, you know, like you would ice until it's, you know, obliterated. Because otherwise, it doesn't have any texture at all. Um, but what they said, they were just talking about that. Drink watermelon slushies, you know, and that um, that that's the problem. They get diluted. So they said, um, uh, use powdered sugar and and um, dissolve that in some lime juice because you want a little bit of lime in there, and then um, freeze the watermelon and then just blitz it up. And that worked great. It I'm, did. I'm so excited because it's really delicious.
0: Oh, so you're just basically whirring up watermelon cubes, yes. frozen yes. cubes, yeah. Okay, and 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 is they, they
1: go really fast because they're very porous.
0: Yes. So, uh, is the um, powdered sugar lime uh, ingredient part of the freezing, or is it added into the blend?
1: No, I just I just did it, so I just added it into the blend. But yeah. I wonder. I mean, I bet I could freeze it. I, I don't, don't know if don't. you could. I don't know either. Mm. But um, uh, it sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah. And so then then it worked, and I think that that's. I mean, it's really close to and i mean it was 30 years ago so i mean yeah. i'm sure my memory has changed it's oh, i think no, I'm that's sure. how it's they perfect. did it <laughs>
0: <laughs> if if our memory is ever actually going to be perfect it's going to be because of food or music is my theory because those <laughs> things stick yeah that's you know? true that's true yeah
1: you're really right and um, um, what have you been cooking
0: well more importantly than cooking i have been cooking okay um, and i'm happy to talk about that but um, cooking adjacent <laughs> Yeah, i cleaned a deep clean of my
1: refrigerator Oh, i received some texts when you were doing that <laughs> oh my god it was like can't talk now uh, or I the can't, talking I, will be four letters i can't
0: speak to you till after three i think that was like at noon i don't know anyway i uh i have been aware for a long time that some food is getting wasted because my mm-hmm. refrigerator is so uh, such a mess that I can't I don't see things mm-hmm. and then later I discover them and wish we could have eaten them but mm-hmm. um, I actually did that you know take everything out of the refrigerator take all the shelves out scrub them down sanitize everything put it all back together and in the process um, re Uh, you know, put things in new containers or appropriate size containers, uh, get rid of things. I had, you know, our dear friend Rod, uh, who passed away some like about a year and a half ago. And when I was cleaning out his house afterwards, I brought all of the condiments and stuff out of his refrigerator. Well, geez, (laughs) I mean, seriously, Uh, I don't need, uh, you know, a half a jar of preserved lemon the yeah puree paste or whatever it is to remind me of my beloved Your friend, friend. Yeah. yes that's right i don't need that and so i actually did a fairly major call and now and now when i open my refrigerator the angels sing you can hear oh. them <laughs> <laughs> i'm so jealous it is it is a ridiculously uh, heinous oh. task but it is really rewarding and i there, I'm reinvigorated by able being able to see everything in yeah. a clean and organized refrigerator. I open
1: my refrigerator and it makes the Debbie Downer song. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> because that's what happens when we cook. Yeah, you yeah. know we. Yeah. Uh, I I <laughs> I subscribe to this uh, crazy lovely but crazy man uh, on uh, YouTube. That is, uh, I think it's called Single dad of four or something like that and he has uh three daughters and a son or two and two i can't remember anyway he's clearly ocd but i just love him he doesn't talk you just see him what he does and he every time they go shopping once a week they go grocery shopping he comes home takes whatever's left in the refrigerator out scrubs all the shelves
1: Good lord! (laughs) and
0: puts everything back and it looks like uh Grocery store display case, you know, it's just so beautiful, wow. and I'm thinking, uh, you know, this man is insane and adorable.
1: <laughs> he doesn't have a job; he's just paid oh, by YouTube. Oh <laughs> my God, it's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's. But, I mean, I can dream about that, but that's not going to happen no, in my house.
0: No, we have lives, but I will say that, uh, you know, I'm going to try to uh, institute my like every five years clean out of the refrigerator because. Um it was it was really worth it and it it still is in terms of it's clean and lovely i'm so. impressed yeah and jealous <laughs> uh well we all have better things to do i'm sure but uh, it was nice and if you're going to clean your fridge do it on a warm day
1: cuz you oh, know it's kind of refreshing yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> well speaking of appliances says the queen of segways yes <laughs> So um, I have a newish dishwasher, but um, I just wanted to tell you, if you guys are thinking about getting a dishwasher, or I suppose even a stove, but I mean a dishwasher, um, this one has this gigantic handle that sticks out, and so whenever I want to use that part of the counter, I have to lean over because I'm, you know, bent over that handle, and then the handle is at a right angle, it's not curved or anything, and so I actually broke my thumb swinging my arm through my kitchen on the side of that thing. So if you're thinking about getting new appliances, think about the handles, how that's gonna feel in your kitchen. I know that's also cooking adjacent, but
0: No, um, and I think that I mean it is uh easily possible over many brands to get recessed handles that yeah, where yeah, nothing yeah. sticks out. Yeah. And that's really wonderful in, yeah. w- in any kind of workspace. Yes, yes. Uh, for any reason, to not have something that you're going to even just catch your f- shirt tail on. I yeah, mean. well,
1: in this thing, it works great, but I cannot wait for it to die. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been like two months. <laughs> oh, gosh.
0: You know that means that that particular one's going to last for 20 years. Oh, I that's know. That's how they do it. Yipes. Um, I want to take a quick sec to remind everybody that, Kay- that uh, Food Talk... Where are we, Linda? Oh, Food Talk. Here, 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 <laughs> here. It's a co-production of KMUN and North Coast Food Web. Both of those uh, fine organizations have absolutely excellent uh, websites, KMUN.org and NorthCoastFoodWeb.org. I invite you and urge you to uh, visit those two sites and see um, the wonders within.
1: Woo! I made some fish. What kind and ha- how? Halibut. Okay, so um I had some halibut in the freezer that um should have probably been carbon dated. <laughs> <laughs> hey the freezer uh <laughs> the, the freezer is like uh, uh King's X. <laughs> yeah well i mean it it was elderly i mean it was at least a year old and you, you shouldn't be keeping halibut in your freezer for a year so um but i didn't want to throw it away so i thought what can i do with this so i thought what if i put a peanut sauce on it because that's something that's going to disguise the awfulness of it a lot more than, you know, just some light <laughs> buttery saucer. You know what I mean? Yes. And it's good to know these things. <laughs> yes, yes. And so it turned out good. I just made some um, rice and... Um, How did you cook it? Just... Um, in the oven, yeah. I um, just um, like, okay, so I usually cook halibut just a little bit in the pan, and then I toss the pan in the oven. That's what I did. Um, but I made a peanut sauce, and I, I didn't even really have a recipe. I just used coconut milk and peanut butter, um, just a little bit of ginger. I usually put quite a bit of ginger in there, and just a little bit of garlic, less than, than I normally would. And then I did something else. Oh, sambal, because I like it yeah. to be a little spicy. Yeah. And, um, and it was good. I made it real smooth and... Um, um runny you know like a sauce instead of like a dip or something and because that's pretty much the same recipe for my dip and then I put some scallions on top and yeah it was good so it um the halibut itself was a bit chewy (laughs) (laughs) which isn't necessarily the thing that you want your halibut to be but um with the rice and the peanut sauce it just seemed okay so um, I, I think that I would put a peanut sauce. I just hadn't ever put a peanut sauce on a fish before. Yeah. And, um, I was talking to someone there like, oh yeah, I make curry fish all the time, which is pretty close to the same thing. Yeah. And I don't even do that. So I should, because I love curry.
0: Yeah. I love both of those things. And also those, uh, that sounds like something that would be great in a tortilla. Just, oh yeah. you could know, have done that too. It would be, it would, the peanut sauce would make a, an unusual and delicious fish taco. There
1: was a a thing on the Internet just yesterday, and it was just a giant, you know, survey. And um, they were asking people, what's the one food you could eat every day that you would never get tired of? And I thought for sure that the answer, like the number one answer would be pizza. But it was number three. Number one was tacos. Oh, yeah. That that people could just eat them every day and not get tired of them.
0: Well, uh, probably a lot healthier
1: than pizza. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So... (laughs) Hooray. Well, number two was potatoes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So I don't think people were taking that into no, consideration. No, that's not. That's not what we
0: when we when we say how, what's the most delicious thing
1: or what can or you no, eat what, every yeah, day? And yeah, and just never get tired of. Yeah, ever. yeah.
0: I, I blame tomato. Uh, to- tomato, tomatoes, potatoes, potatoes uh, <laughs> are so versatile that, of course, I mean, there's a million delicious yeah. things you can do with yeah. potatoes. So.
1: Yeah. And that's what people were saying. Yeah, you said potato. When when potato. W- when I was little, um, mom would whenever any of us got a cold, she'd make us say Badabini. Menominee, Menominee, <laughs> Wisconsin, and Menagua, badabadi, <laughs> <Bada-gwa." laughs> <laughs> It sounded like you had a potato called potato. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I was talking to my auntie Rose on the phone a couple of days ago. I was making some deviled eggs. Is she in Minnesota? Yes, yeah, she is. Oh. Yeah and um i i love her to death but um um you have to call her at a certain time and at that time i was peeling hard-boiled eggs to make deviled eggs and so i you know it doesn't work with a cell phone to, no. you know hold that with your shoulder Has
0: anybody ever made one of their shoulder hold holders
1: for a, uh That's for a cell phone um like I, we used to get for a i hand
0: would set? i would think
1: but i don't have one so yeah. I had to hold the phone with one hand and then I had to peel the eggs with the other and it certainly wasn't efficient but I was talking I was doing two things at once so it was okay. <laughs> but um here's what I did so I didn't just crack them all over like I would if I had two hands I just um I was sitting at the table and I just rolled it so I started at the at the um Big end, you know, uh-huh. tap, tap, tap. And then I just rolled it, rolled it, rolled it, rolled it, rolled it, rolled it. But because I rolled it like that, then all the peelings came off in a spiral. Oh, Like like how when you fancy peel an yeah. orange, you know, oh, it was really cool. I mean, it's not something I probably should even talk about because it's like minutiae of my existence. <laughs> but it was really cool um, because I think that I broke it in that pattern. You know, yeah. I broke the shell in that pattern rather than going tap, 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 and tap all over. easier on
0: your thumb. It. Yeah, yeah. By far. You know, if anybody has ever uh, peeled several dozen hard-boiled eggs, uh, you you know. Our thumbs were bleeding. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: yes. (laughs) Are you making anything for the fourth? Uh, No. I mean, you know, dinner. Been fun fun talking to you. Okay, bye, everybody. (laughs) Breakfast and dinner like I do every day, but we don't
0: have a special... You know, like... Red, white, and blue chicken. (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, blue chicken. Yum. (laughs) Speaking of cleaning out the refrigerator. (laughs) That was in the back.
1: (laughs) Well, I made some cornbread. Yeah. And um, I put some saffron in it. And I bet it was beautiful. You know what? I put too much saffron in it. Oh. And so, you know how when you do that, the thing that you make tastes kind of chalky? Yep. But I think that it was a good idea, and I think if I put about a quarter the amount of saffron, and I didn't think I put that much in there, but um, clearly I need to put a lot less, I think that it would be delicate and delicious.
0: Oh, and I bet it's really pretty.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's always kind of yellow. Yeah, it is. Yeah but it was yellower. You're right.
0: And uh, so tell me about the, your cornbread recipe. Do you put any additives in it like whole corn or creamed corn or jalapenos? um,
1: Sometimes I put that cowboy candy, those candied jalapenos in there. Oh, right. Yeah. I really like those. And then sometimes I do put whole corn and then sometimes I put um, cilantro and sometimes I put a can of um, the, come on brain, the green chili peppers, you know? Oh, the just
0: green peppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but
1: not like bell peppers, just no. that, that can of spicy ones. I just can't think what they're called. Chili verde, but I don't think that's right either. Yeah. My brain didn't work. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we can't open the window in here. We're suffocating. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. that, that is evidence that our brains are not working because
1: we can't open the window. <laughs> Both of us tried. And I
0: can't work the microphone. I don't know. It's it's one of those days. <laughs> So. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I live in a, a town next to uh, Astoria that has an annual 4th of July parade. Oh, yeah. Which is always cause for great celebration. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Because I think that 4th of July parades are becoming a vanishing species, yeah, at yeah. least in there our There are world. parades
1: everywhere, but they're fun. Yeah, they're great fun. The kids love it love them so much sometimes
0: people throw candy at you (laughs) yeah there's a sticky mess on the street for you know weeks afterwards (laughs) (laughs) during the warm no rainy weather (laughs) where you just really wish that candy would be washed away but yeah so uh i was looking on the uh, I i was looking for a tahini salad dressing recipe okay um on you know the interwebs, and mm-hmm. uh, what I, one of the things that I ran across, which just astounded me, I'm always astounded by the vast array of sheet pan meals. Oh yeah, and um, I'm astounded and skeptical. Yeah. But whole uh, potatoes and chicken breasts they
1: <laughs> cook in the same amount of time, and green beans. Yeah. you can put them all on the same. <laughs> pan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, well, here's one of those examples. It was a sheet pan full English breakfast.
1: Oh my gosh. And just so you guys know um, out there, when Marianne and I are by ourselves, we talk about sheep pans but with a different vowel. (laughs) (laughs) How could you do eggs and sausage the same amount of time? And
0: uh, canned beans, you know, and uh, uh, tomatoes and toast. And And (laughs) 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 toast. I mean, it was just... uh, it looked very it, it it looked very unappetizing spread out on that sheet pan that was the picture <laughs> at the top of the recipe and also it was one of those things where uh, uh, you're either going to get raw sausage and bacon mm-hmm. or you're going to get hard eggs you know
1: you know how um so much of the internet is is people trolling other people you know people trying to to elicit outrage you know yeah. in, in people because I, I think that that's addictive and i think that that then it makes people engage with that media even yes, more, and then that yes. media becomes more successful. So I think yes. that that's a tactic that's used a lot. But then like mild-mannered housewives, <laughs> I mean, we're pretty unflappable until somebody does something stupid like that. And I sometimes I think that they're doing that as just that kind of bait to make us outraged. <laughs> well, although I,
0: I aside from uh, talking to you and then putting it on the radio... <laughs> I don't respond to that. I mean, I, I never comment on anything because I feel like, first of all, uh, it doesn't say anything good about us if we are incapable of an unexpressed (laughs) thought. And, um, and also, also, I think that if we have a highly negative opinion in reaction to something we read on somebody's blog or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, we don't know that person, Mm -hmm. we're not sure about the context... And uh, we have no business being snotty about it. Yeah. It doesn't say anything good about us. Yeah,
1: and I don't leave comments either, but you're being so reasonable. And I think what they're trying to do is is find something that sticks in the craw yeah. of the last reasonable part of civilization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> so uh, that can engage and, you know, them too. That and sheep segment <laughs> seems <laughs> to be the answer.
0: <laughs> it is certainly on my list of uh, <laughs> stop it already, would you? <laughs> Just stop it. Oh, God. And also many... Uh, cooking sites mm-hmm. that I, uh, that I use are, you know, have vast amounts of sheet pan things. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a sheet pan that I love and I use it for cookies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cookies are good. <laughs> uh, roasting veg. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't, I have never, ever cooked an entire dinner mm-hmm. or breakfast on a sheet pan mm-hmm. and, uh, thought it was going to be fabulous
1: (laughs) really Uh, did you you ever find a tahini dressing well i found one
0: uh, that i'm going to try that is uh they say that it is a really um good substitute for ranch dressing and i'm not a ranch dressing fan so i'm going to try it and it is tahini uh with Uh, lemon juice and water, so like a cup of tahini and then a half cup each of lemon juice and water. Okay. Um, It's got garlic powder in it, and then it's got a couple tablespoons of maple syrup. Okay. And only one tablespoon of oil. Okay. So obviously not really a vinaigrette, I guess. Yeah. Uh, And then some salt and pepper and a whole cup of chopped herbs, mixed herbs, whatever you got. And it sounds like it would be really good. Yeah. I, I I think it would that be good. That does sound really good. Yeah. And I think it would be good on a lot of things, like even just as a marinade for chicken or yeah. something.
1: I'm not um I don't like bottled ranch. I mean very much at yeah. all. But um I make my own buttermilk, you know that. And um when I make my own ranch, which I would define as a buttermilk dressing. Yes, it is. Buttermilk and mayonnaise and um, yogurt. Um, some call for sour cream, but I don't like how chalky that makes it. So I don't use sour cream. But then um lemon juice and then um, some garlic, like you said, and then just the herbs—just really a lot of fresh a herbs. A lot of herbs, and the fresh herbs just really make it delicious. I think. Yeah, and, and so. Um, and we I like a lot a, of that. yeah,
0: I like that too, and and I don't I I don't think of it as ranch because it doesn't taste like what we call yeah. what the commercially the called bottled ranch goopy stuff. I will say I have a, a recipe I really love for a bacon buttermilk dressing that's like that it's like almost exactly that only with bacon in it that we used to have at uh the north star a long time ago when i, I had a restaurant about that how do you make it and uh well it's it has sour cream instead of yogurt okay but um, it is all the ingredients you just mentioned mm-hmm. and it's got um
1: Crisp bacon stirred into Do you use it. bacon grease in making the dressing?
0: No, but okay. I should.
1: I, I know, I saw a dressing online once that did that, and I never did that. But um, I've used bacon grease before in like a, a warm vinaigrette, yeah, like you yeah, would sure. put over spinach or something. Yeah, but this was like a cold dressing, and they wow. said that the bacon grease, when you mix it with other stuff, didn't solidify. I wondered if you would like have to skip it <laughs> off the next day. <laughs> Here's your dressing thunk. <laughs> right. And your knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you
0: know i love a uh, wedge salad with yeah. that kind of dressing or blue cheese i love yeah. blue cheese dressing so uh but i don't think that um uh manufactured dressing mass-produced dressings do a very good job of those two things yeah i think they have to put a lot of stabilizers or yeah. something to make it last
1: and that makes it goopy yeah
0: not good mouthful Snotty. yeah yeah snotty (laughs) Uh, very descriptive but uh. yeah 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 uh we are out of time oh i know happy fourth of july linda
1: same to you woohoo for the red white and blue Hoo.
0: i know uh and happy holidays to everybody out there it's going to be beautiful wear your sunscreen try not to blow your fingers off come on over to warrenton we're having a parade at three o'clock candy for everybody (laughs) Stay tuned.